I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Hardy Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look hola happy new year oh not yet wait not yet no we're hey last week you know we're talking about um or last time i was talking about you know for me halloween's already over because i went to parties right <laughs> and uh we haven't we didn't even start october yet well we started october and now you're at new year's yes <laughs> i figured it was the it was the logical progression because oh uh yeah i was at uh sam's on uh saturday and they had, you know, all of the uh, Halloween stuff, which I assume in August was, or in August and September was, uh, you know, front row. Right. Closest to the registers. Right. Well, it was already row two, <laughs> just about the beginning of October, and it was already row two, and there was already Christmas in row one. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, well, here we go. So you just went straight to New Year's. Yes. Oh. So yes. Did, so, are you saying that you just put New Year's in row one now? <laughs> yes. And uh, incidentally, on that note, I believe it's uh, some one of the grocery stores has some Martinelli's on sale. Ooh. So. Ooh. Oh, it was grocery outlet because I think they have they have it for like two for a dollar, which is like stupid cheap. Do they have a uh, sugar free Martinelli's? I I don't know. Uh, I uh. This... I mean, it's apple juice, so I mean it's kind of natural sometimes but um i discovered in my freezer that there was some klondike bars in there yeah i saw your picture well the listeners didn't see my picture so oh okay <laughs> and uh they still yeah, can't see it <laughs> i know and uh well maybe it's up right now maybe hey tim the tech put it up what would you do i actually opened my freezer for a klondike bar and i, I was like oh cool i was like you know what i'm gonna have one and it said um you know, when uh, you said what was in your freezer, I thought you were going to say mold. <laughs> <laughs> That's like dirty. Klondike bar is way better than mold. So so I uh, I saw the packaging. I said, oh, cool. And then I opened it, and I, or I, you know, I pulled it out, and I saw on top it said, no sugar added. And I was like, what the hell is what? this crap? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this crap? <laughs> you know, I was expecting a nice treat, and I saw that. I was like, well, I'm going to give it a shot. And um, honestly, you can taste the difference. It's still ice cream. It's just like having the that sugar free cookie I gave you. You didn't taste the difference there. And you know, I'm I was always one that when I start when I was first diagnosed with being diabetic, I was coaching baseball, 
So the parents knew it. So when they had treats for the kids, I didn't get any. And they gave me the sugar-free um, cookies, which was the um, Chips Ahoy. And I was like, oh, and it was like eating cardboard. It was nasty. So after eating stuff like that, I was like, oh, the sugar-free crap is stupid. But that Klondike bar was really good. I have had another one since then. And, uh, like, you know, you had that sugar-free cookie I shared with you, which is really, really good. So I think that now with um, all the sweeteners they have now that taste like sugar, um, more sugar-free stuff are, actually tastes really sweet and are really, really good. When you're not getting those ones that has that really gross sweetener. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm, um, I was excited with that. So it's pretty good uh, Klondike bar. So if you guys... uh are trying to watch your sugar levels like me go check out the klondike with uh, no sugar added it's really really good and um yeah it's pretty cool uh speaking of your diabetes i uh we got candy here from your trip to uh <laughs> mickey's halloween party yes uh, a couple weeks ago and uh he didn't he forgot to bring it last week but he brought his uh his bounty to share this week since he's not supposed to have so much you know chocolate and uh you know goodies uh, so he's here to share the wealth <laughs> thanks to his diabetes. Otherwise, it would have been all his and there would have been no sharing. And uh, I might have gotten the Swedish fish, but that's all. I just want to make a note that um, he did go into my bag and pull out some of the stuff he wanted. He did not, I repeat, did not pull out any craisins. <laughs> yeah, there was one craisin. What, one, just one? Uh, maybe. I, I don't, don't know. know. I was, I'm surprised that it's still in there, that you didn't give it to somebody else already. Are you um, gonna eat it? Um, I don't. I'll probably give it to my dad. <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> so yeah, he has treats over here, and um, they also have those sun chip chips too. Yeah, they're 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 kind of. Uh, I never knew that. Uh, I've only ever had like you know ranch sun chips or nacho oh. sun chips or or cheddar cheese sun chips. I've never had plain. Oh, okay. well, I know there's a reason why now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it it would be really good with ranch. Is it that bad? They're just, they're just, they're plain. I mean, here, try some crumbs. Oh, these are the whole grain ones. Yeah, the, which makes, yeah, which makes it even more uh, like, oh, it's just like eating. Uh, the good part of it was the salt. <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Well, I'm not saying they're bad. They're, no, they're, they're definitely not bad. Yeah, they're but, okay. but you know, I mean, it, compared to like a, a cheddar cheese sun chip. Yeah. No comparison. We get the um. The uh, those bags they have all the chips inside, and that's one of the chips that come inside, but it's not the whole green one. So I like getting the, you know like the munchies. Oh yeah, the munchies yeah. always has the uh, the the sun chip inside, and depending on which munchie it is, depends on whether it what flavor the sun chip is. I've only had the plain ones. I've never had a ranch one. Oh, the ranch one. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a ranch uh, sun chip, and then the uh, the. The uh, the spicy munchies has a like a picante sun chip, which is really good. It's actually like my favorite thing in that package. Wow! All right, you know what? We're going to be talking about some candy again later because it's uh, I got a cold story and um, there's candy involved. Well, we're going to be talking about lots of sweets later too. So. Yes, but right now we're going to start with the gauntlet is back. Gauntlet, raise it up over at DCA. Um, Anthony is raising his up right now. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Fight the power with the gauntlet. I uh, waited. Something. I waited a whole twenty minutes in line for that. Whoa! But it wasn't bad because it was at night, 
So oh, okay, well, when I when I got mine, you know, I got there on Sunday, and of course, I went straight over there to uh, go check out all the locations and everything. Uh, first of all, I just want to say that this was super sudden. Yeah, we we basically never expected to see them again. No, maybe next year when the the new the next Infinity War or something comes out. But we definitely never expected to see these this year. And uh, the tweet Sunday morning was like, oh, okay, that's sudden. Well, actually, well, the, the, they announced it on Saturday. Was it on Saturday? Yeah, oh, it right. said tomorrow. Oh, right, yes, yeah. yes, yes, it said tomorrow. Because I wasn't going to the parks on Sunday. Which was even crazier. It was like, oh, they're so not only is it coming back suddenly, but they're actually telling us? Yeah. Instead of yeah. just saying... Oh, guess what? They've been here for two hours. Exactly. Come check them out. Yeah, because I wasn't planning to go on a Sunday, and I saw I was going to come back. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go pick it up for my nephew because I know he would love it. So I went over there, and um, like I said, I checked out all the areas where they had it. They had it at four locations. They had it at the... Which is more than they had the first time. Right. They only had it one, right? Yes. Yeah. So they had it over at the at the studio catering truck. And I did post, if you guys get it there and you're an AP, you get your discount there, which is good. Uh, they also had it over there by the the restrooms, right by off the page. They had uh, over there at the cart there. They had it by what they call the lounge, which is when you walk into the Hyperion Theater, they have the popcorn cart set up inside there. When you walk, not in the theater, but when you get into the line, uh, they had it there. and That's then, where it was originally. Right. And then they had it over by um, the Guardians where they do the dance-off. Well, that's where it was originally. Caddy Corner. That's what I mean. No, I think you were right what you're talking about. I knew it was one of those. Yeah, because I mean, they're both in the same spot. Right. So, because later on during the night, the one in the, the lounge, they moved it over to the street area. So they, they kind of like moved over. So that's where they had it the first time. But yeah, and then they had like that caddy corner right there where the dance party um, takes place. Where did you go? I went to the studio catering company to get my discount. Oh right, and I saved the whole three dollars. Yeah, that's pretty good. Exactly, because it is twenty bucks. But of course, over there they they advertise it for I don't know sixteen something or seventeen something, eighteen something, because they have to include the tax later. Oh right, so. Once, what is it actually going? Is it twenty dollars even? It's twenty even. Okay. So it's whatever the tax without tax, and then if you get the tax, it's twenty bucks. And then the discount. Well, yeah. Well, actually, the it's 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 the price minus your discount, then plus tax. Right. So it came out to like seventeen dollars. It was sixteen ninety something. So yeah, I I waited in line. It was it was hot, and I was up there sweating. And I was like, oh my god, it's too hot for this. So I got mine. And then I, you know, did my thing where I had to eat and everything. And um, so then I just, I kept walking around the park. I kept looking. They they had tons. They had so many at every location. So I said, you know, they'll, they'll have some later. So then later on that night, I uh, went over there and stood in line for you to get yours. So it wasn't as bad as me standing in the sun because there was no sun. It was nice and cool. So, but you know what was really cool is... If just say that you were standing in line to get yours and you did not have an annual pass, they actually have someone coming up asking you, "Are you paying for it in uh, with a credit card?" And if were you going to use the pass? If you say yes to both, or basically you're going to use your pass, then you have to wait in that line. If you said 
no, I don't have a pass. You're going to use credit card. She was able to take your order and you can pay for it there. And then you can go and just grab your cup real quick or your, oh. your sipper because she, she had the tablet. So she can do everything but run a uh, the pass. So the, she was doing mobile ordering. Basically. Well, no, because you could use your pass on mobile ordering. Yeah, but I mean, she was basically, <laughs> you can go ahead and right. pay for it and go grab it and not stay in that line. But if you're using your pass to get a discount, then she couldn't scan the pass basically on her tablet. Uh, it's interesting that you bring up the tablet because I, I just remembered that uh, I've noticed that some uh, of the uh, walk-up stands are using... Like tablet people, they're they're basically doing like uh, in and out. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I don't remember where it was. I saw them doing that, but I remember now that I saw them doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where it was, but I do remember them doing that. I just don't remember where it was now. Right. I mean, they're, they're, it's probably something kind of new now they're doing, or maybe it's not new. We just don't go eat a lot there. You know, you know? I mean, we never saw anything come out of. Uh, that time you saw people were getting table service right so, right right I mean, that never really transpired to anything so right. well i think it didn't transpire to anything because after they were trying that out then all these little other things started coming up food and wine and and other things you well, know then they started mobile ordering too yeah so but um yeah so i mean i thought it was pretty cool that they came and tried you know Make you know try to if you're not using a pass and you hey hurry you can get it now and go grab it real quick. Right. But everybody in line basically was a pass holder who's going to use their pass. But I mean it it wasn't that long of a wait. Um, I probably waited about maybe twenty five minutes, twenty twenty five minutes when I got there the first time, which to me it really isn't a big deal to wait that long. And um, Anthony was really nice enough to let me keep his drink. <laughs> I came with a zipper. <laughs> so anyway yeah i'm a man of the people or something so yeah i mean the gauntlets are back it's uh today is tuesday and uh they still have them do, do they yeah i mean i didn't say anything today about be, them being sold out i mean I, they had a lot i don't know if you saw any pictures of the studio uh catering truck but they had a table set up and they had like like he had like 30 out there at a time yeah, I know for sure that they still had them yesterday. I just haven't seen anything today. Yeah. But I'm sure that they're still there. Uh, I just want to make a comment real quick that anybody that uh, gets this with the drink inside of it, you're stupid. No. Because looking at the uh, receptacle, it doesn't look like it's more than, like, uh, what, 12 ounces or maybe a little bit more. I mean, it is kind of wide at the bottom. But, I mean, it doesn't definitely doesn't feel like as much as what it would be in a 20-ounce cup. Well, you would think that. Now, he just said 20-ounce cup because they use about a 20 or a 22-ounce cup uh, when you get the drinks, the regular-sized drink. I actually, when I was getting mine at night, I saw a guy open it up and put his whole drink inside. Really? The 20-ounce? Yes. He put his whole cup inside, poured it in. I thought he was kind of stupid because um, did you really need to act like a kid and walk around and slipping at being like 30 years old or whatever? But anyway, I mean, if you're doing that for a kid, that's one thing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he did fit the whole, uh, the whole, his whole drink in there, so it does fit. A... I stand corrected then, because <laughs> I was going to bring that up too. Because when you look at it like this, right, it doesn't look very. When you're looking down where you put your arm in, it doesn't look like it's very big. It looks like a, like a kid's zipper or something yeah, inside. It does. it does. So it doesn't look like it would be 
more than 15 ounces, but I mean, I guess the fact that it's real, it's kind of, it's real bulbous and wide at the bottom. <laughs> You're bulbous. I don't know, Boba Fett. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you guys uh, want to get that head down there and grab that. But yeah, otherwise it's really cool. I, I like it. I, it kind of reminds me of the, uh, it's uh, not really much worse than the one that they were selling in uh, stores for twenty dollars. Other than the fact that one, I think one spot lit up or something. Mm. But other than that, it's not really not really that much different. That's pretty and cool. You can put a drink in it if you want and uh, look cool or something. Something like that. But yeah, there was of course there were tons of people there, and right when I walked into DCA, there was tons of people walking around with you know with it on and everything. It's kind of it's kind of funny to me. All these people walking around. I put it in my backpack. You know, I wasn't going to try to pretend I was in a Halloween cost. cost so by the con- end of the night, contest. you were walking around with a couple of fists in your backpack, huh? <laughs> I did, actually. <laughs> After I got yours, I, I was like, is this going to fit in there? And it did, so. <laughs> and then, actually, I left. Because I was like, you know, I'm going to leave now. I had no, no reason to be here anymore. And I went uh, to uh, Knox Scary Farm that night. So oh, okay. Cool. I headed over there for the night. It was pretty cool. So let me get let me get to the candy story. Uh oh. Now I was like I said in the park, and this is before I got his uh, gauntlet. I'm walking around, and oh, I was hanging out over there at the Paradise Gardens, checking it out, just chilling. My you know, I my sciatic nerve was bugging me. Was there any villains? Um, I didn't see a villain or anything, but I did see Miguel from Coco. Okay. He came walking out, saying hi. So I was just sitting there. Chilling and um, oh, because I was thinking we talked about how I haven't seen Pixar Pier at night, so I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna chill here for a while, let the sun go down, and check out Pixar Pier with all the lights. So I did that, and um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go check it out. And I walk into Bing Bong's uh, Sweet Stuff store, went in there, and I was gonna do a snappy, and I still haven't done it yet. I filmed it, but I didn't post it yet because I got distracted. And anyway, I was looking looking for the bing bong that's supposed to be in there, and nope, still not there, just a wall still. And I was over there by the rainbow bark that we tried here, and there was this uh, lady there. She was uh, looking at it with her friend, and I just said, hey, it's really good, because she's like, what is this? I go, it's really good. So she, I was describing to her what it is, I go, you have to try it. It's really good. And then she says, oh, well, we just went to Garden Walk, and I guess there's a store over there that sells uh, you know, candies. You know how you go in the mall and you buy candies, and they charge you like you know, $36 for a quarter ounce or something. Right. Candy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> something like that. Gold candy. Or <laughs> something. Um, I guess they said it's like a Swedish store. It's over there, and um, so they went over there to grab... That's Ikea. It might be. I don't know, because I can't pronounce this word on the bag, but it says... Farvignugan? Uh, it says, like, like soccer bit. Whoa. Sweet. Yeah, Swedish... Uh, You're a soccer bitch. Sweet something. I don't know what it says. Anyway, so she was telling me that she went over... That they ate at downtown Disney... Then they walked over to Garden Walk, and they went to this store that had all these candies. So basically, they, she had a bag of sour candies, 
you know, they're my favorite because I told Anthony he couldn't take my sour candies out of my Halloween bag. It's true. And uh, so she said, oh, here, try this. And I was like, I usually don't like, oh, you know, I don't, I'm polite. I'm like, no, it's okay type of thing. I'm like, okay, I'll take one. And I took one and it was really good. And it was like a peach flavor. She went, that one's peach. I was like, eating it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is peach. She goes, why don't you try this one? Try the this black, the red one or something. Okay. So I tried the red one. Oh, it's pretty good. And then she's like, oh, try this one. No, 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 try this one. I'm like, seriously, I was like taking a bite of this, taking a bite of that. There was one that was just all sour. It had no taste, like no flavor taste, but just pure sourness. And I'm like, oh, that's sour. I go, oh, that's, it's, it was really, really good. She's like, here, try the watermelon one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the? I was like, whoa. And then you know what? She goes to me. She says, hey, aren't you from Mousepire? Uh. I was like, yes. She goes, I thought I recognized you. And uh, we took a picture. I'll be posting that up. And um, I said, you know what? You are the first follower that has, that has actually fed me. <laughs> Started giving me candy. I go, this is just awesome. <laughs> I've never had someone say, hey, try this one. And try this and and then her friend even said, hey, because I was taking a picture, and I had the peach one in my hand, and when I was trying to take the picture move, it fell on my hand and fell on the ground. I was like, oh, man. And then she said, her name is Vera, so hi, Vera. I don't think she listens to the podcast. She just follows the Facebook page. But she said, oh, that was my last peach. And then her friend said, oh, I think I have one, too. And she opened up the bag, so I, I grabbed the peach one, and I don't know. It's, it's really, really How did she know you were a mouse fire? Facebook. She follows Facebook. Oh. I, at times, post my picture on the Facebook page. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, me eating, basically, all the time. It's just me eating or something. Oh, so it was once you were chewing, that's when she recognized you. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. But, uh, yeah, so if you guys ever been to Garden Walk, you know that store. Uh, it's awesome. It, um, that candies are really, really good. Uh, like I said, I think it's called Soccer Bit or something, Soccer Bite. There's Bit. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know, whatever. But, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. I got um, some candy, and I was, like, having some cool fat time over there at Big Bongs, and I didn't have to cool. pay for anything. <laughs> so it's cool to get free stuff. Yeah, it is. That was pretty cool. So thank you, Vera. It was awesome to meet you. And, um, yeah, like I said, everyone, I will be taking pictures because she actually had, like, a... She says she comes to the park and she had like a little bag of snacks, like a zip log, not the um, Splash Mountain one. So she had the little Ziploc bag. So she took out all her stuff out of that bag and uh, let me put all, all of my candies in that bag. So, yeah. Later on, when I got to Knott's Berry Farm, I did my shot and I started snacking out those candies. <laughs> so, yeah, very, very good. It was fun. Awesome, awesome candies. All right, so as uh, Anthony uh, chews his candy or whatever he's eating over here. That was a dark chocolate Twix. <laughs> he's loving it. It's Halloween time for him over here. That's uh, rich. Um, but dark chocolate usually is, which I'll get yeah. to in a minute. Yeah. Damn. But uh, you know what? Uh, speaking of Halloween and uh, chocolates and all that, Anthony went to the Disney Parks blog Halloween event. Meetup, yeah, again. yeah, the meetup. There we go. That's what it's called. Uh, I'm just gonna say that I think you need to, because I don't know if you keep missing these because you're using a different notification system. Or no, I told something. you, I I got or in, you just, and, and then it straight went to. But you never got an email. No, 
No, I told you I, I I got there. I hit the link, and then boom, just it was already. Oh right, yeah, it was already sold out. So I mean, yeah, that happened because yeah, I've me. gotten into three in a row now. That so. happened to me again this week, but we'll get to that later. Oh, I'm sorry. First, I just want to say that uh, speaking of the whole thing. I had signed up, and then it said that I didn't get in, but then I got an email saying I did get in. Well, that ended up turning into a whole thing because a bunch of people who went to the window, their names were not on the list, but they all got emails. And they all got their emails uh, coincidentally at exactly the same time or something. And uh, we all had to go to like a side window where they just basically took our word for it that we had the email, and they just signed us in, and so we got in. So that was kind of like a little worry, little sweat on the brow. Once I realized there was other people, I was like, okay, well, because, you know, if it had just been me, they could have been like, well, it was a glitch. Sorry. Bye. Right. right. But, you know, there was a bunch of us. And once I realized there was a bunch, I'm like, oh, good. I'm not the only one. <laughs> but anyway, so we got in. Uh, it was a little bit different. I mean, because we just go in. It was kind of like one of those things. We didn't have to go anywhere specific right away. It was just kind of a mix in at first. But then we had to, uh, we were told we needed to be at Hungry Bear by uh, 9 p.m., I believe. So from the time that we actually were allowed to start signing in to when the time we anything even started, it was two hours, which is a first for one of these parties. Usually you're almost immediately doing stuff, or at least like with uh, the Pixar one, we went and uh had you know the option of the place to watch the parade oh right first uh but i had skipped that so it kind of gave me extra time but uh this is the first time where there's been so much free time in between uh so we just kind of walked around did stuff uh we went (laughs) over to uh because i I had a feeling that we were just going to get sweets at this thing so i wanted to eat some food and we went to bangle but I'll uh, talk about that in uh, fat time, which we will get to in a few minutes. And we basically we just went over to the uh, Hungry Bear at nine p.m. and they we walked in and they had a little treat table set up. They gave us a uh, bag, an orange bag that said Halloween time on it. I don't know if the bag was created specifically for the party. It was a really nice bag, uh, but inside the bag was one single Rice Krispie treat. Which looks like Mickey's head, which I'm pretty sure that they want the one they sell in the stores. Yeah. Uh, and then they gave us one Halloween plush of one of the main characters. Uh, we ended up getting a Minnie and a Donald. I know there were people that got Mickey's and Pluto's. I don't know what else there were. Maybe a Goofy? What? I said maybe a oh, Goofy. I said, yeah, Goofy. That's what I meant. Mini- Mickey's and Goofy's. I know there was people that got Mickey's and Goofy's because uh, we got Minnie and Donald. So I don't know if they just just if they just were handing out the, them in batches and they like handed out all the Minnie Mickey's first and all the Goofy's and we're doing I don't know. It seemed very unorganized as usual, <laughs> but then basically we just went upstairs and got our treats and they had uh, they had a couple different acapella groups that were dressed kind of like I guess acapella groups that they use in the park for other things i didn't really catch any names but it was a little uh i I don't know what they were doing because they were they had music playing through the speakers at hungry bear 
Right. But yet the the this acapella groups, these two acapella groups were trying to sing <laughs> while music was playing. Through. Right. So it was it was seemed it was very uh you know counter serving that they would have them up there singing if they have, they're also playing music. It just was really really bad planning. I uh I would say it's bad bad planning on where they had that because I'm just thinking that they probably have no way of turning that music off, you know, yeah. with a technician. It's not a zone like for performances or anything, so it's just background music playing, so that's probably what happened. It was definitely one of the more inform of all the Parks Blog events I've been to now, it was definitely one of the more informal ones where it was almost like it was thrown together last minute. Just where they had it, where it was just tucked back there, because the park was still open while yeah, all this yeah, was yeah. going on. They so, at 10. Yeah, the park closed at 10, so this was at 9, So, but, uh, you know, Hungry Bear's already closed yeah. by then, but... uh just having it kind of tucked back, it was you know you started at the bottom, kind of in the trail to work your way to the top. Yes, then because we had, we started on the the trail to to Galaxy's Edge, and we worked our way, got our prize, and then there was a photo op, and then they had you walk up the back stairs to the top of the Hungry Bear, uh, you know the new section right. of the uh, thing, and that's where they served the treats. And then they had, uh, you know, the usual, uh, the usual three sodas and water, <laughs> Coke, Diet Coke, and Sprite, and water, you know, the usual. And then, uh, you know, don't give us treats and offer us milk or anything. Well, that's more money. Right. So, uh, and then after that, you, and once 10 o'clock hit, you were allowed to go over there and uh, as long as you showed your wristband, you can get in line uh, as many times as you want between 10 and 11 for uh, Haunted Mansion. Cool. Uh, we actually got stuck on Haunted Mansion in the uh, in Leota's room for like almost 10 minutes just sitting there. It felt like almost 10 minutes. It might not have been 10 minutes, but we were just sitting there. I've never been stuck on Haunted Mansion before. I, I'm like, I wish I would have been stuck someplace cooler. <laughs> I mean, because we were like barely coming into Leota's room, so we we're like we can't even get a good, you know, straight-on shot of the right. of her and all the stuff. And I was like, "Oh, this sucks," but whatever. So, like I said, it was really one of the more uneventful uh, Parks Blog events compared to, say, the last two, the Pixar one and then the Mater one last year, the the Halloween one, all. All oh. Halloween. So, yeah. Well, the next one's probably going to be the Christmas one. So, maybe. Probably. We'll Was there a Christmas one? I went to the Christmas one. You did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was like two years ago, I think. Did I go? No, I took Tim the Tech. Well, That's, that doesn't mean yeah. I didn't go, but. No, you didn't go. They, oh, if Tim was there. I've never met him, so he yeah. wasn't there. So I wasn't there. They, but that one was a mix-in. It was during regular park hours, and that's the one that gave you like $30 worth of uh, fat time. or Oh, okay. Uh, Festival of Fatness coupons. Oh, I, I remember you yeah. going to that one. Okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Even though you don't really meet up and didn't do anything, they gave you them $30, $30 worth of food, so that was pretty cool. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. All right, so yeah, fat time in the parks. Yeah, so uh, like I said uh, earlier, we had went to uh, Bengal Barbecue. 
and while we were we were going there and i was like i was looking at the menu i was just i was trying to think of how much uh money i had <laughs> and i was like okay i got enough and uh, i was like okay well we're gonna get i want to get a couple skewers and then i'm like "Ooh, i still haven't tried that jungle julep you're which, a julep. Uh, which i've heard so much about i don't know that all you guys have tried it right i i, I haven't tried it. you yet. haven't tried it but no. i know i think dan or tim or dan and tim or a couple of people talked about it here on the podcast maybe michael michael might have talked about it i don't know people talked about it so I had heard people talking about it, so I was like, okay, well, maybe it's finally time to try that. Well, first of all, I didn't remember that it was a frozen lemonade. Kind of. I don't know if it's frozen lemonade. I think it might be kind of in the same category as the poison apple freeze, where it's not really a frozen lemonade, but 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 we don't want to not include it. So I think it's right there with the poison apple freeze. It is so good. It's definitely it's definitely mostly grape flavor. So if you like grape, you definitely want to. If you haven't tried it yet, you definitely need to go need to try it. Uh, like I said, is since it's at Bingo Barbecue, you can get your discount. You can get your AP discount. You can get your cast member discount. Any of your discounts that you have, you can get it there. Since it's at uh, Bingo Barbecue, has a little bit of orange on it, and then it has a uh, little umbrella. <laughs> so it looks all fancy. So uh, in it is a. Uh... It's a slush, like he was saying. Thank you. And it has a pineapple, orange, grape, and lemon juices. Okay, so it has lemon juice, so it officially qualifies as a frozen lemonade. <laughs> so, yes, uh, the next edition of the Frozen Lemonade Challenge is the Jungle Julep. But like, like I said, it does the, the grape is the overpowering part. If, you, if you're afraid of any of the other flavors, don't worry about it, because definitely you taste mostly the grape. Cool. So I don't know how you are I feel about grape, but I love grape. Oh, then you should definitely try it whenever you get a chance. Yeah, if you guys are interested in that, that is five forty nine. So Ooh, that sounds good. Now I want some. Yeah, it's really good. So I have a big list that I need to get to for all my food. Man, every time at holidays, whether it's Halloween or Christmas or whatever, there's always a long list. Yeah. And then half the time I forget what's on it. <laughs> It's nice when I get to go to some of these parks blog parties because it, it crosses a lot of things off the list. And it unfortunately, it lets me know what the things I don't want to ever, ever want to spend money on. So we're going to get to that right now. Let me get over here. I got, uh, I was just eating and I started, I took pictures and I sent this guy pictures. And I was like, okay, I need names for all of these. <laughs> now, one of the, one of the first things that they had on there, they had two things on there that were just sitting there. Or two or three things that were sitting there, and then two other items they were bringing out, kind of I guess fresh because they were they couldn't just sit there, and they were bringing those out on trays. Now they got the uh, the first of all they've got the uh, the Mickey Mummy macaron. Yeah. Which I don't know if anybody has tried that or not. It has like basically cookies and cream inside. Mm. It's kind of like the gray stuff. So I wasn't really a fan of that, so I let my mom, I brought that one home. That's one of the ones, uh, you'll find out soon that I basically everything I brought home because of one item that we ate that was just so rich and killed us. Yeah, the mother, the Mickey Mummy macaron, like I said, has a, has like a, uh, like a cookies and cream inside. So definitely if you're a fan of cookies and cream, you guys should get that. 
If not, then well, don't get it. It was pretty good size actually, but it's it's real crumbly. I think it's not as good as a, it. It doesn't seem like it's as flaky and uh, good as like some of other macarons, like you know, like the one the uh, the cone the cone one, uh-huh. the Halloween cone right. one, or some of the other macarons. But uh, yeah, definitely. Like I said, if you like uh, cookies or cream, you should get that one. Now uh, they had from the what is that? What is that called? That that trio? That's the one that's at. Uh, French Market? At French Market. From that trio, they had one item from the trio, which was the the salted caramel pudding. Now, I didn't like it at all. I thought it tasted like burnt butterscotch. Oh, really? And with like a hint of like uh, coffee taste. So I didn't like it at all. It didn't taste anything like salted caramel to me. So it's kind of iffy on that. If you get the if you get the trio and you don't like it, hopefully somebody that you're getting the trio with does like it. That's that's all I gotta say. Yeah, I know, huh? Because I I there's with the trio they also have uh, something else that comes with it too. There's a tart, and then there's like that that worms and dirt. Yeah, that it's more like a uh, a brownie kind of. Yeah, that's what I want to try. Those two things look okay, but this this salted caramel pudding. I was like, oh, they gave us the wrong thing out of the trio. I was like, this really, it's not really that good. But like I said, if you're a fan of salted caramel, maybe you want to go ahead and try it. But either way, if you're going to get that trio, you're going to end up with it no matter what. So mm-hmm. Now, at first, the other thing, one of the other things I, I, I thought what I was getting was from the trio, but it actually wasn't because I thought it was the worms and dirt brownie, but it actually ended up being, oh, the graveyard cupcake right. from Jolly Holiday. That's the one that's the uh, cherry filling with dark chocolate mousse, Halloween sprinkles, and a chocolate tombstone. Mm. Now, when they first showed it to us, when we first grabbed it, it looked disgusting <laughs> because they don't serve it in a cup. They don't serve it just open. Fa- they serve it in like a greasy, like wax paper, like a brown kind of brownish wax paper where it's folded up on the sides. Like, like butcher paper. Right, basically. Have you seen it, how they serve it? Yeah. Okay, so you've seen it, and it, it just looked the the uh, the it's just soaking through onto the paper, and it looks just really greasy and disgusting. So she ate hers while we were sitting there, but I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna save it. I, mean, I might try half of it and maybe give it to my mom or something, which is what ended up happening. But after I ended up trying it the next day where it had had time to set back up and then taken out of the fridge. Oh, man, I wish I would have gotten another two or three of those because it was so, <laughs> so good. Hey, you haven't tried it, right? No. I don't know if you, you say, I mean, you like cherry, right? We were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, you should definitely get this one. You would like it. It is so good. It's, it's, here we go, decadent. Ooh, ooh. The, the cherry filling is, is not overpowering it's right there in the middle and the the chocolate is just so good i mean just just give you can get around how gross the packaging looks the the uh the brownie or the uh, cupcake itself is really really good now the other thing that we got was the mansion spider bunk cake where's that from i think that's actually from um 
French Market too. Is that also French Market? I think. I I think you're right because I remember there being two things at French Market. Oh yeah, because it's and we said oh you get this instead of a coffee cake. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. So this is from French Market. This is what they gave this year. Had this year instead of the coffee cake. If you like butt cake and you like chocolate cake, it's really really good. The uh, it has an orange, kind of like a buttercream, really whipped buttercream, whipped cream on top, little dollop of whipped cream on top that is really super rich. But once you cut into it, the what I believe is the marshmallow. Is there a description of it? I don't see a description right now. Because I, I think it's because when you cut into it, there's a white ooze. Stuff that oozes out. I showed you the picture of it oozing out. And there's a white stuff that oozes out from the center. It kind of reminded me of back when I had the uh, maple oh. the maple bacon uh, bunk cake that we had. Remember mm. how I cut into it and all the, and there was the ooze that came right, out? Right, right. This was just like that. I cut it. We cut it in half and we opened it. And this white stuff just oozed out from each side from the center. I believe because of how... Uzi it was. I believe it's the it was the marshmallow. Uh now this description all it says is mansion spider bun cake, chocolate bun cake with green icing and a chocolate spider. That's all it says. It says green icing? Yes. Not green. It was green before they um changed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost positive because this has the consistency of the marshmallow stuff that they serve with the uh you know, this the marshmallow side syrup that they serve with the with the uh morris churro right it's kind of like that i think that's what it is either way it's sweet it's the cake is really moist so if you're if you're a big big fan of chocolate bunk cake i definitely highly recommend getting that one and that is at like he said french market french market last but certainly not least because it's the thing that kept me from eating anything else basically (laughs) was the black rose cake. It's really unfair to even call it a cake. Well, it's called the black rose dessert. Oh, is that because you wrote cake here? You said it's black rose cake. Okay, that's fine. So it's black rose dessert. That's more accurate because it's there. <laughs> it's unfair to call it cake because there's the, the layer of cake at the very bottom of this thing is is like a not even a quarter of an inch. All I know is, first of all, it was like, carrying it over along with other stuff it was like coal if you touched anything to this black rose cake it would transfer to whatever you touched it with right it was so moist and so wet i guess you could say that like i said every t- i touched barely touched my finger to it and i have stuff all over my finger yeah barely touched it to like one of the other pieces of dessert or the cup that the uh the pudding was in black shit all over the <laughs> black shit all over it Yeah, you want to describe what that is? It's a black truffle mousse with raspberry compote and crunch center with a candy spider. Candy spider? Yeah, I didn't get the candy spider either. Okay. So all those descriptions were before it actually came out. Okay. Yeah, because there's no candy spider. No, there's no spider. I didn't get one. Because I actually tried this. I should have uh, talked about it last week. But you know me, I forgot. Well, we could both talk about it since we both had it now. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I just want to say that if you guys haven't had this, uh, the design is exactly like the rose, red rose cake 
or Red Rose Desserts, whatever it was called, that they had back when Red Rose Tavern first opened. What was that one? I never had it. I know you. Did you have it? Yes. It was. It came out the same time as the gray stuff. It was the one that looked. It was all orange and red. Like a, it was like a rainbow. It looked like it was made of rainbows. You're a rainbow. Thank you. Now while he's looking that up, I'm just gonna say that this is the this is the dessert where it comes to where I would I I direly wish that I would have had milk. Yes. And if I would have had milk, I might have been able to get into one of the other desserts. This thing is so rich. It's so rich that it's 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 getting a tax break from from the government. <laughs> it's so rich that it doesn't have to drive itself anywhere. Nope. It's so rich. How rich is it? I don't know. That's all. All right. So the other one was the lemon rose cake. Oh, okay. That's what that one was. And I don't think they have it right now because it's not on the menu. Right, because they have this. Yeah. So, but they still have the gray stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was a lemon rose cake. Was the other one, which was really really good. I liked that one. Yeah, this is this uses it's. Uh, I don't think it's not the same at all, though. No, 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 no. They're no, two no. completely different things, but the design is exactly the same. Yeah, this is available at Red Rose Tavern. I'm presumably replacing that for now, or whatever. I thought it was. Yeah, it was for me when I ate it. It was the raspberry compote was yummy. The raspberry compote is very good. I I could have used with about thirty percent more cake and about. 30% less mousse. It was, yeah. The dark yeah. chocolate mousse was like, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it was just, yeah. I I definitely, honestly, won't have that again. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I would love to. Yeah. But I don't think I could <laughs> because it was so hard to get through. The dark chocolate was so, so, so rich. If it wasn't for it, when you get to that bottom and you get to that raspberry compote, if it wasn't for that, this would be, I don't even think I, this would be edible. <laughs> if you guys are into the rich, rich, rich dark chocolate taste, then you probably would love this. Oh, yeah. If you guys are connoisseurs of the uh, of the darker of the chocolates, oh, yeah, you need to try this and you will probably die. But if, uh, if you're uh, diabetic, you'll probably die. <laughs> I'm still here. But um, you guys, uh, I... I, you probably would have to try it on your own, if if you're if you don't like dark chocolate as much, maybe you don't want to try it. If you're like, oh, I kind of want to try it, I would definitely say just try it, see what you thought, you know, what you think of it. But for me, I would never, I would not have this again because it was just not, you know, it wasn't that, you know. I'm not gonna say it wasn't that good, but it just wasn't, you know. I would rather go to Jolly Holiday and get that graveyard cupcake. I want to try that because it was really good and it didn't almost kill me. <laughs> but you know what? Anthony got lucky because he did get a lot of treats. They gave him a lot of desserts and that's pretty cool that they, you know, they did all that. Yes. Hey, did you uh, know that the mobile ordering expanded? I, uh, actually we forgot to, I was supposed to have brought that up last week cause I knew about it last week, but I forgot. But you know what? Disney like announced it like 20 times today. I, I just keep seeing uh, tweets about, hey. Well, it's because they forgot to announce it this, <laughs> last week. We forgot to announce it, but then they forgot to announce it. Yes, and he does mean we because he forgot to say it. 
And then when I was there on Sunday and I was going through the app to think about what to eat, it came up saying new locations added. You know, we did talk about it last time. Yeah, these are the these are the other locations that we mentioned were opening later when we told you at the what was it the end of August or the beginning of September when some other locations had uh, started with mobile ordering. We told you that there were other locations that would be getting it later. These are the other locations. Right. So on this list is, I've been waiting for it, and I'm happy about it, which is Stage Door Cafe in Frontierland. Mobile ordering for corn dogs, funnel cake. Funnel cake. And um, fish and chips. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. So I can just go ahead and do that. You know what? I um, I've done mobile ordering twice already. I haven't done it at all. I need to do it's it. It's just it's awesome. It's just great. So I love it. It's pretty cool. I was thinking about doing it on Sunday because I wanted to have the one of the desserts that they have over there. Try it out for that new bat Sunday that they have over there at Clarabelle's in DCA. So that's why I was like, oh, I'm gonna I want to try it out the, for the mobile ordering there. But I decided to just uh. Leave, like I said, and go to Knott's Berry Farm. Hi. I went to Cowers Jr. instead. Ooh. Got some tacos. But yeah, so uh, what else is on here? Well, they have the refreshment corner, Royal Street Veranda, and the Edelweiss snacks in Fantasyland. So you can do your mobile ordering there, get a turkey leg, corn, whatever. Chimichanga. There you go. I like it. You need to really try mobile ordering because it's just going to be the bomb because, you know, especially you can go ahead and Put what time you want to get it. So you can go ahead. I mean, the two times I've done it, I've done it, you know, uh, like now, between now and whatever time. But, you know, you can always just say, oh, I set it for an hour. An hour. For, oh, you can say, oh, I'm going to go eat in an hour. And you can go ahead and set that up. And, I mean, it's awesome. Like It's it's connected to your, uh, your account. You put your credit card in there. And, um you do your ordering, you get to log in again, of course. You put in your order, you confirm it, blah, 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 blah. You get an email sent to you saying that you just ordered. And um, when you go up there, you either tell them your name or you give them your order number. And boom, and there you go. So that's pretty cool. Boom. Exactly. So you got more locations now. What they say, 20? I don't know. It's 20 or 22, depending on who you ask. But you know what I have to do is go to uh, go on the app, uh, find your location, and usually it will say order now. So if it doesn't say that, then there's no location at that spot. Unless they're closed. <laughs> that too. Oh, and um, just to let you know, for those of you who are going to uh, Mickey's Halloween party. It's closed. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It's sold out. No, wait. Not, oh, not that's that. that too. No, wait. We reset that. Uh, the mobile ordering doesn't work for the parties. Oh, it does not. No, it doesn't. That's weird. Yes, because I was going to try it when I went, and it just says there's no locations available or Dirty. whatever. Dirty. So yeah, it doesn't work for for that. I guess what? Uh, I don't know. Earl's back. Oh, I I like that guy. Earl's sandwich opened on Monday. Yes, as supposedly expected. They were supposed to open on Monday. And then a spokesperson from Earl said they weren't going to open on Monday. On Sunday, yeah. Yeah, on Sunday said they weren't opening on the Monday. And then early Monday, they still said they weren't going to open on Monday, like around 10 a.m. 
And they opened at 12 noon. Then they opened and ended up opening at 12 noon. From what I read, apparently it was some health certificate issues that maybe they didn't know if the person was going to get in Monday morning to pass them. So they said that it wasn't going to open just in case. Okay, but, let's clarify that because you said health issues. Let's let's our health department issues. Well, I said certification. Yeah, let's just say the health department have to come in, inspect it, because well, they had to be recertified and all that kind of stuff. So right. I mean, before people start thinking, oh, the health department has to go in there, something's wrong. Yeah, no, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. You have to go and get inspected before you can open. They have yeah, to say you it was can basically open. opening like as if it was a brand new restaurant. Yeah, again, so they had to get reinspected, and they were probably just having some issues getting the scheduling or you know they just wanted to be sure but so but uh apparently everything went fine they opened at noon on monday and as far as we know they're still open and uh, <laughs> hopefully they have earl gray lemonade and i will get over there soon and have me a sandwich and some earl gray lemonade now since uh all those you know espn zone and um Rainforest and Earl, since they all closed, they brought in food trucks. And I was there on Sunday, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go eat at um, The Habit. So I went to The Habit food truck, got my food and everything. I told Anthony I was there, and I told him I forgot to order the bacon on my burger, which I was really disappointed because I don't know how you forget bacon. Fail. But anyway, so I figured, you know what? That's going to be the last day for the food truck since Earl's going to open. Well, no, it's not. They just moved them. I guess they moved them. I don't know where. I haven't seen it. But Probably I, just over to the other side. Maybe. But I know that um, food trucks are still going to be there every day after 3 o'clock till whenever. Maybe whenever. I don't know. I, I can't give you time on that. So but before that, you have Earl's is open whenever they open. And then, yeah, the food trucks, presumably the same ones. I'm going to guess that they're just going to flip them and have them be on the other side. Yeah, or, or more, yeah, more of like ESPN zone side, right? So they don't block the entrance over there, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, actually, they did switch out one of the food trucks. They had um, afters ice cream food truck there. Which okay, I, I had that ice cream there, but that one uh, is not there. And right now they have uh, another one, crepes Bonaparte, which was on the very first season of the Great Food Truck Race on Food Network. So. Yeah, they're there right now, of course, with uh, Habit and um, that wing truck. <laughs> right. Now, uh, we're getting word from different articles and stuff that are talking about the reopening of Earl of Sandwich. And it's giving us actually a little bit more insight into what might happen with Rainforest and the former ESPN Zone. That we've gotten word that those all of the furnishings from inside both those restaurants were sold auction so there is not as quick of a turnaround to be able to open that those places back up because there's nothing inside apparently all the tables chairs everything got sold from both of those restaurants so and apparently that did not happen with uh, our old sandwich or if it did they don't have that many tables and stuff but uh yeah so Nothing soon, probably, with those other two places. But uh, you know what? I uh, posted that uh, Earl was open on the uh, you know social medias, but on Instagram. And uh, I got a like from Buco de Beppo. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, they liked my post. Maybe that's a hint. Well, no, not a hint because the do they do they own they own Earl Sandwich. Oh, okay. Same company that's owns interesting, both. Interesting. So yeah, I was like, oh wow, that was pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm gonna can't wait to get down there and uh, hopefully they don't skip my the chocolate pudding anymore. I don't know. We'll see what's up with that. But I do love the sandwiches. I always get a bacon cheese sandwich. Oh my god, so good. I love the classic. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely get down there soon. And uh, enjoy some more Earl of Sandwich. You know, it's cool, too, because they, um, they have, you know, plenty of seating out there. You know, they have, um, you know, benches where you can sit down and enjoy your meal and everything and, and just chill for a while. But you know what doesn't have benches anymore? Disneyland itself. <laughs> Weirdly. Uh, just like last, I think it was last Wednesday, right after we had recorded, I think, uh, the OC Register posted two articles. I don't know if you saw both of them, or did you see either of them? I've seen them. I think I only read one. Uh, there's no, one, I think I read both. There's one that's called Disneyland is Quietly Removing Seating and Planters for Star Wars Land Access. Now, we've talked to you guys about the planters that have been removed. There was the one that was removed quite some months ago in across from Star Tours in Tomorrowland, and then just recently, the one further down closer to the... They're blasting. Someone's dead. Yeah. And then the one further down, closer to the churro stand, was just recently taken out. And then you mentioned there was another one over by Haunted Mansion... Yeah, the basically the little brick wall that you can sit on uh, in front of the the fences of Haunted Mansion, uh, right there in the front where the basically your uh, fast pass is. They removed all that, so I I mean I don't know I can't really say that that was removed because of you know whatever the article is saying, but basically I would say it's more they removed make room for the the ADA line, basically. Right. That's what I would say. I mean, that makes that one makes sense. Uh, I just was because they also apparently have been, yeah, because they do mention the brick planters that formerly ran ran along the edge of the haunted mansion. They do mention that in here, but uh, apparently they've been also quietly removing benches from around the park. Have you noticed places where there's less benches than before? I really no, I haven't noticed anything. I usually don't don't sit on benches. I usually just go to the tables like TLT or alcove. Right, which is why to me, if removal of benches doesn't affect me at all because it's no place that I ever sit. Right, the places where I want to sit still have places chairs because they that's where they're usually eating areas. And usually the benches are where the sun is. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but they are. Definitely, it says that they have been removing other benches from around the park. Now, one thing, they, they can't completely remove benches and have it affect the, the the flow of traffic because as long as you still have trash cans. Oh, yeah. Because if you still if there's still a trash can there, so unless you start lessening the amount of trash cans, but then if you if you start taking trash cans out, then you're really going to have those those uh, those vault, uh, those those people that love to speak for Walt 
Oh yeah, they're yeah. they're really going to be coming out because what wasn't Walt, Walt had a rule about it, uh, trash cans being every so like twenty feet or something. like twenty feet or so there was some there's some it, it, there's it, some it, antidote about uh, Walt wanting uh, the, the time it takes to eat a hot dog. That's it. The time it takes you to eat a hot dog is how far trash cans should be. Uh, so if you start taking out trash cans, you're going to have those. Oh well, that's not what Walt wanted, right? Because you know Walt really, really cared about how far those trash cans should be apart. But I mean, the park's already—it's the tr- park gets dirty, but the park also has exceptional custodial people that keep the park constantly swept. As opposed to say, if you were to go over knots and look around on the floor, you're going to notice a night and day different knots or Magic Mountain. If you were to go to one of those places. And look around, you would notice a night and day difference about how much trash is on the floor. Well, I I, I I'm I go to knots a lot. They do have a lot of people out there doing trash, and I I mean I see it constantly. They're sweeping up trash. Well, they may have improved like then because yeah, I speak they, from experience from when. Yeah, I know. I, I worked know. there, and every night we'd come in and use our blowers, and there'd be enough trash to fill up three or four trash cans, and that's just what was on the ground that the custodial people didn't sweep up. So yeah, I mean they they do a good job now. It's just the fact that when you, I've been there where it's early and you go, you park in the parking lot and the trash cans in the parking lot are full. Those don't get emptied as well as as much as the other ones do. Now this article led to another article that OC Register wrote called "Will there be any space left to sit at Disneyland anymore?" Dang. In which they reference. The uh, the the article that I just mentioned with the the lack of seating, and then they mentioned uh, something that I just want to mention. I I want to mention because I think it's a very important thing that people have uh, never really taken into account when they think about why Disneyland is getting overcrowded. When Disneyland opened, everything was on the hub. Uh, Walt designed Disneyland to be on the hub specifically. He he was part of the expansions out, but it was never really particularly part of his plan. I think that if he had thought about it, he probably would have designed the hub a little bit differently than what he did. Because you think about the original Disneyland, uh, Main Street, Tomorrowland, uh, Fantasyland, Adventureland, Frontierland, all branch off of the, the hub. Once you started other, adding other lands that required you to go through one land to get to another land. In other words, when New Orleans opened, you had to go through either Adventureland or Frontierland to get to New Orleans. Fair Country opened, you had to go through Adventureland or Frontierland and New Orleans to get to Critter. So every time you open a new land that's connected to another land, but there's no other way to get to it, it means that there's more people that are passing through those lands just to get to those other lands, which causes more crowds in a particular land just because the people are trying to get to the other land. You know what I'm saying? I'm basically what you're saying is this land is your land. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, you also look at Toontown. Toontown, you, the only way to get to Toontown is to pass through fantasy land all the way. Uh, but so then you think about Galaxy's Edge. How are you going to get to Galaxy's Edge? You got to go through Fantasyland to the trail up, or you got to go through Frontierland trail up, or 
you got to go through Frontierland or Adventureland, into New Orleans, into Critter, and then into Star Wars. So think about all the people that are going to be going that way, causing all that extra traffic for all four of those lands just to get to Star Wars from the left, you know, the, the western entrance to Star Wars land. So it was definitely a point that was brought up in this that will be, uh, that's very interesting to think about that, you know, you know, while it's originally original hub thing, it would have, uh, you know, the, there, you don't have other people going from through one land to get to another right. unless they were already I leaving. I get it. I get it now. So I understand what you're uh, saying. Either you're going up the hub and you're going to go right into Tomorrowland or you're going to go and then that's it. You're not going to go anywhere else. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. That makes sense. But once you started branching out and, and requiring to go through one land to get to another land, then it creates extra traffic in the one land. Basically, it's just a lot of speculation about what they're going to do to make it easier for people to walk. I mean, they're already doing it by eliminating things. Uh, they speculate in here about the much speculated taking out of the rocks at the adventure at the uh, Tomorrowland entrance, right? Because you could totally open up that entrance to uh, which has always been a uh, nightmare ever since '97 when they put that stuff in. You can open it and take that out, and you have a much bigger entrance over there. Because when you think about it, it's interesting to think about, and it's very ironic. Tomorrowland is the only land with the exception of toontown which we're not counting tomorrowland is the wait, only wait, wait, wait. are you trying to say that toontown is like pluto the planet pluto okay go ahead uh tomorrowland ironically is the only land that is not affected by star wars right because you don't have to go through it to get to star wars right so it's the only land that's not really going to be affected crowd-wise. Or at least it shouldn't be. Yeah. So I, I actually thought, found that very interesting when it, when it occurred to me. Because uh, when you think about when they had all the stuff on the uh, west side that was closed, remember, and they had all the, the trails blocked off, and everybody, and we made the big deal about never... You know, always go on the west side because the east side was screwed. Right. Because everybody had to go through Tomorrowland to get out of everywhere. Right. Well, now it's going to be the opposite <laughs> because everybody's going to be over on the west side, the west and the north side, and nobody's going to be going to Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland's going to be like a ghost town. Mark my words. We'll see. Either that or at least it'll pick up some of the slack. Hey, well, you know what? Just thinking about that, maybe if that happens. Uh, Galaxy's Edge opens up. Uh, Tomorrowland is somewhat of a ghost town. That would be probably the perfect time to uh, redo it. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, that's a great idea. But, yeah, they just, they're, they're going to they're gonna have a lot of ideas that they're going to be doing to try and widen pathways and make more room for people to walk. And, uh, I mean, they're obviously avoiding the most obvious ones, and that's, you know, don't allow... Freaking gigantic strollers. <laughs> and wagons. And wagons and all that other shit that takes up half the damn walkway. All right, so last week I said that I was going to wait until this week to talk about this whole Bob Iger interview thing. I just want to say that, first of all, I think that interview was a, was a disaster. I think he should not have done the interview. Uh, if, you're, if you don't agree with me, well, you're wrong. 
and I don't care. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> now, I think uh, that he talked about a lot of things that uh, should have been talked about in a different forum a long time ago because he references, you know, Roseanne. He references James Gunn, but he just talks about them in ways that should have been should have been addressed by other people and other people that had actually made decision making. But the big thing I want to talk about this in this uh, interview was his words about Star Wars, in which he kind of felt like he was doing a lot of backpedaling and he was also taking blame for things. And he talks about that it was his fault that the movies were rushed. It was his fault that Solo came out only nine, uh, six months after or five months after Last Jedi. Uh, he blames himself for the whole one movie a year thing. I don't know if I buy it. I think he's trying to accept a lot of blame to take heat off of Lucasfilm when I think that if a statement like this was going to need to be made, it should have been made by Lucasfilm, especially when it, when it goes to Star Wars. Because, you know, I've been talking about this whole situation for a while now. We got the, the haters out there. And what's the number? what's one of the number one things that the haters like to talk about? Disney ruining Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So when you have the the CEO of Disney coming out and talking about Star Wars, well, tell me, does that make the anti-Disney Star Wars people ha happy, or do you think it just adds more fuel to their to their already explosive gas? Boom. Exactly, <laughs> because when somebody like Bob Iger comes out and and he takes responsibility for stuff going wrong with Star Wars. That's exactly what they're blaming you for. They're blaming Disney for Star Wars failing. They're blaming Disney for all this stuff. Why give them more ammunition? Why why it basically admit that Disney is to blame? You should they should not have been doing that. People will argue, "Oh, well that that if if Iger is to blame, he should be the one accepting blame." No. Kathleen Kennedy needs to you can't one minute say that Lucasfilm has an autonomy from Disney where they can make their own decision making, but then in the next breath say, no, I told them to move so fast on the Star Wars movies because then it makes, first of all, it makes uh, Kathleen Kennedy look like she's not necessarily doing her job because she's being told by Iger what to do when she's supposed to be having full control over what Lucasfilm does. And, you know, since it's the, 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 the the uh, fanboys who are the ones who hate on not only Disney, but also Kathleen Kennedy's running of Star Wars. So, so it sounds like Bob was trying to, in a way, protect her. Yes. You know, just like, you know, well, it's not her fault, it's my fault. I think Bob Iger was trying to put out a bunch of fires, and when all he did was kind of just uh, piss gasoline onto the fires, if anything. He didn't really put out any fires. He just created more or just added to them. Because I think just by answering all these stuff and addressing different things like gun. And then all he really said was that I, was at, I wasn't involved in the decision making on that, but I supported it. That's all he really <laughs> said. It's like, well, that's not... That's not it. Because he was on vacation. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so it's like, well, what was the point of even addressing it? What was the point of even addressing the uh, Roseanne... That wasn't his decision either. That was made by 
you know, the head of Disney television. So it's like, what? it's nice for you to say that you support those decisions, but they're decisions that didn't really need to be supported. Right. You know, the, somebody made the decision, that person's the only one who needs to own up to it. Now, whether or not it was Iger's decision to have Star Wars move so quickly, to have so many movies, to be, I've seen somebody mention, you know, that the person who has the, um, you know, the, the money spending their hole in their pocket or the, the new toy that they want to play with. But, I mean, that's fine. You know what? There's a lot of people out there that, and we've talked about this before also in this podcast, there's a lot of people out there that feel like that there's Star Wars fatigue. I don't think so. There's a lot of people out there that don't think there's Star Wars fatigue. Why do you think there's Star Wars fatigue? How do you go from Star Wars films being basically dead, where all there is is an animated series, to all of a sudden we have movies every year and you think that's too much? Because you know what? I would rather have movies every year than not have any freaking movies at all, to be honest. And that, But that's just me. But there's more Marvel, Marvel movies out there. Exactly, and people, <laughs> and you know, and the people do make the comparisons. And not not just the Disney Marvel, right? Exactly. Uh, so, but people will say that you know, because that's been brought up, and people will say, "Well, that's different," because you know, that's always the answer for everything. <laughs> well, that's different. It's different because Marvel has so much more to work with, whereas Star Wars has a limited amount of stuff to work with. Well, that's the problem because you're thinking along Star Wars limited scope. They're trying to take Star Wars and blow it up to multiple scopes. You guys still want to just focus on Luke, Leia, Han, and your little, your little, your little tight group. But they're trying to take it out with with Finn and Ray and all these other characters. They're trying to expand it out into into a bigger mythos with the with the different animated series and the upcoming John Favreau series, which we just got some. Uh, spoiler picks and uh, some stuff uh, set picks from that just the other day from making Star Wars and uh, you know so you got all this stuff they're trying to expand it they're trying to make their own expanded universe but you're you guys are just you're so so holding on to that little last bit of hope oh no I'm holding on to Luke Skywalker if I don't let go there will be no Star Wars it's not Star Wars without Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and on solo and uh, I'm gonna hold on. I'm holding on. Oh no, I'm slipping. Oh no, they're causing me to slip. Ah! Sorry, I scared the cat. <laughs> so it's just like I don't know. I don't think there's. I don't think that anything he needed to say needed to be said. There does. So basically, the the consensus of it is that he says that there are gonna there's gonna be a slowdown, which to me yet again is an admission of and an admission of that they're doing something wrong when you never needed to say that you were doing anything wrong because there was only a certain small minority of people who thought you were doing it wrong. So why would you even admit to doing it wrong? Tell them. I just did. Oh, okay. But you know what? Just another, just a couple weeks later, this last week, uh, for months and months, certain YouTubers who will go unnamed who are behind a lot of the problems and issues and and stuff that's going on in the uh, the dark side of Star Wars and comic books and everything else. Uh, they were predicting for quite some time that uh, Kathleen Kennedy was going to get fired at the end of September. They all had the predictions. They all were going to be right. And it was just a matter of who was going to be the closest for as far as the date or something like that. They were all going to be so right. Well, they were right that something happened with Kathleen Kennedy at the end of September. 
unfortunately for them, and fortunately for those of us who 100% support Kathleen Kennedy, she was signed to a brand new three-year deal. So cool. suck it, fanboys. <laughs> suck it. Which, of course, they turned around and they said, oh, I guess they couldn't find anybody else. Because, you know, they have an answer for everything. Yeah, but that's different. That's different. <laughs> All right, so a couple of days ago, we got a, there was a, speaking of Star Wars, we got a cool new little video series. Uh, I think this is going to be totally separate from, obviously, the Star Wars show. I don't know if it's going to be a weekly thing. I actually haven't even watched this video yet. This is a short little teaser for what's going to be called Our Star Wars Stories, of which the first actual episode came out today. It's 12 minutes long. I'm not going to play that for you. If you want to watch today's episode, it's about uh, it's about uh, Albin Johnson. I think is yeah, Albin Johnson, who was the founder of oh, the Five Hundred First. Okay, it's about him. But this is the uh, I'll play. I'm going to play for you guys the teaser for the actual Star Wars stories series. Uh, it's actually hosted by somebody that have actually wondered what happened to him. He used to host a show on uh, AMC that I really liked. And uh, but it's glad to see him back uh, doing something that I'll be able to watch. So let's check that out. Every day was really little. Everyone has a Star Wars story. I'm Jordan Hembro, and I'm traveling across the country talking to fans about how Star Wars has affected their lives. Are you crying? It was only then that I got the full extent of just how powerful Star Wars and fandom could be. I'd never seen a belt R2 before. I was so excited about it, and I said, I'm building one. It was such an empowering experience. I knew from a very young age that I was different, and Star Wars put me on a journey of my life that I have become very proud of. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It made me look at something that maybe I wouldn't have looked at before, and the angle I always went for was science. She was like, we're a family. We should do this as a group. Show me the trading cards. For more than 40 years, Star Wars has taught us, inspired us, and lifted us. That feeling that you get, that's the Force. These are our Star Wars stories. The Force is real. Now, some of you may recognize Jordan Hembro used to host the TV series Toy Hunter. Is he from New Jersey? Yes, I believe he is. (laughs) I heard the accent. Okay. I know he's from up in that area. Uh, I don't know. You don't remember that series? Yeah, you know, I do. Okay, you do remember the series. Yeah, it was on uh, probably about, uh, oh, man, it's almost been a while now because I was thinking I was living in Buena Park when that was on. So it's been quite some time, almost 10 years ago, maybe about eight, nine, whatever. <laughs> it was a while ago. Anyways, uh, it was a really good show. He went around basically doing like an American Pickers, mm-hmm. but for toys. And then he would almost immediately go to like some uh, con or toy con or something or comic book convention and then turn around and sell stuff. Uh, he had, uh, I know you, I don't know if you, you saw the episode with uh, Gene, right? Because he had an episode where he was specifically sent by Gene Simmons to go out looking for his toys that he oh. he did not have. I don't. I think I told you about I, it. Or I, yeah, it sounds familiar. But uh, he ended up uh, finding Gene some remote control van with uh, the destroyer art on the oh, side, and cool. he gave uh, Jordan a uh, one of his uh, a gold record, like one of his actual gold records. So, anyways, he's a uh, going to be hosting this these little this little uh, video series like i said the first one is out it's about alvin johnson the uh founder of the 501st i haven't watched it yet but everybody should definitely check it out uh these are obviously going to be he's going to go around and find personal stories from cosplayers builders 
collectors, basically anybody of has you know has has created a deep connection to Star Wars through some sort of uh, hobby or something like that. So it's going to be definitely a very cool little series. Now speaking of American Pickers, did you see the one when they picked Star Wars stuff? Yes, that was pretty cool. <laughs> I like that one. They're always picking Kiss stuff on there too, because Frank is a big Kiss fan. Yeah, I like that show. Speaking of Kiss, they're going to end. They're done. What? They're going, they're going on their last tour. Uh, like they're done. That's it. It's over. They've said that how many times already? But I know for a fact this is done. They're, they're done because Paul is losing his voice. Oh, he can't really no. sing anymore. And if you ever watch him, like if you go watch a YouTube video, he just basically talks his lyrics. He doesn't really sing oh. like he used to. And um, There's no kiss without Paul. Yeah, I mean, anyway, I'm a big Kiss fan, if you guys didn't know, and I'm very, very sad to hear that they're going on their last tour. But I will be there for the last tour, and I'm actually thinking about going to every show that is here in SoCal. If I can, <laughs> so if I I get the forum or at Staples Center or Honda wherever, is that I, is that now doesn't include like San Diego and Vegas too. I'm gonna. Cause yeah. I usually like to think of keep think, keep those in mind. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Anything that I can afford, I actually have a. I'm fortunate enough to have a credit card that has a big limit on it, and I'm thinking I'm just going to use that credit card to go on tour with Kiss. <laughs> so a little side note there, but yeah, because. You know, you brought up Kiss, and I was, I'm still sad about it. But I understand, and if they have to go and be done, I'm okay with it because, you know, this, I'm a good fan, and I'm a true fan, and I'm not going to talk crap about, like, how the fanboys talk crap about Star Wars. Well, Kiss owes me money. <laughs> I agree with that. They do owe us money. Kiss owes us money. They do. And I don't know how much I'll be able to, I mean, I'll still listen to music, but... I don't know if I want to give them any more money. So uh, the last Kiss concert, uh, at least the last two Kiss concerts I can say that I saw technically were free because right. one of them was included with, uh, one of them was before a Kiss, LA Kiss game. And then one of them, they gave us, they gave me, they gave us tickets for uh, the uh, forum. the forum when they were at the forum that with, was a good uh, show too. with, uh, Def Leppard. That was that so, show. That was a cool show, and it was totally free for me, and I got to sit on the floor and all that. So, uh, they may have, uh, they may owe us money, but you know, at least I <laughs> got a couple cool free concerts out of them. So, all right. So, on uh, actually, while kind of, I think while we were recording this podcast last Tuesday, or maybe right after we had finished recording, I saw, I noticed a post from ILM X Lab. Which of course are the people behind the uh, the Secrets of the Empire uh, Void thing, right? Downtown Disney, and they're also behind some of the other those uh, those same similar types of Void things. Uh, they had posted uh, a vid- a little uh, GIF that said "Alert all commands," and it was Vader's head, and it just said "Tomorrow." And I joked, "Well, I guess we'll have to find out what happens tomorrow." Right. And then so the next day. Uh, where was this announced? There was uh, they were having some sort of uh, presentation because it was all pr- announced at the same time. Uh, the, the, this Oculus Quest right thing right. was announced. Now Oculus, I guess, is they're making uh, basically VR technology 
for the home. They have what's called, I guess, right now they have what's called the Oculus Rift, oh. which I believe is a it's a whole it's a VR gaming system. Oh, cool. I think for the home. Oh, okay. Now this new one is going to be called the Oculus Quest, and it's going to be a, like a more advanced one. I'm guessing. It's all very confusing because it's all, all a bunch of techie stuff, <laughs> and I wish we had somebody that was a little bit more, even more techie than me, to talk about it. Especially uh, with the 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 uh, the whole what's the difference? I don't know what the difference between you know this whole the, what the like the Oculus Rift and the Oculus Quest and all this stuff is. I'm guessing it's obviously a step up, or it's or close to like using the VR on the PlayStation VR mm-hmm. or cause it has the whole big old headset. Whereas, you know, it's not like the, uh, or it's like the, um, it's not one that's using your phone. Like the, like the lightsaber one, you know, that came out last Christmas or whenever, yeah. or two Christmases ago, whenever that was, it's not like that where it's using your phone. This is actually like a legit, like VR headset. So we're talking some money to actually even probably buy this unit. But they're launching a new Star Wars VR series, and they refer to this as Episode 1. So you have to assume that this is only the first of a series of games. Is it a game, I guess? Is it just a... I'm still unsure of what it is. (laughs) But it's called Vader Immortal. I would play the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? Because I think all it is is sound effects. I might have. I don't remember. There's something wrong, Captain. I need you in the cockpit now. Yeah, I remember that one. I did see that. I was like, hey, I know that guy. That's Hooper. (laughs) Well, like I said, if you guys are interested in that and you have money, uh, firstly, you should look up the Oculus Quest. That's what this is going to be on. Available on, and this will be coming out in 2019 sometime. I think this is all more of, uh, you know, remember a couple, quite some time ago we talked about, uh, I mean, even before the lightsaber, we knew the lightsaber, that, you know, that lightsaber, that VR lightsaber thing that came out at Best Buy. Yeah. But uh, this all goes back to all those articles I told you about how Bob Iger was interested in, in AR and VR and all that stuff. And I then how he wanted to use all the technologies. This is more of that, right? See, if Bob Iger wants to take credit for anything, he needs to take credit for shit like this. Because <laughs> this is the stuff that actually I think Iger is responsible for. Because he wants to be on top of the Disney to be on top of a technical revolution. I just want to mention real quick that I forgot to mention when I was talking about when we went to the parks for the uh, Parks Blog event, 
that the uh, the cauldron po- uh, popcorn bucket had sold out. I believe on the weekend, on the previous Saturday, the day before you went, uh-huh. the day before the uh, gauntlet came out, right? In fact, and then it was uh, back. No, no, not the day before the gauntlet. Last Sun, last Saturday, a week ago from last Saturday. So in other words, when we recorded last week's episode, they had already sold out of the gauntlet, or yeah. out of the uh, the cauldrons. Yeah. And uh, but the cauldrons came back on Thursday, the the same day I went to the party, and uh, I don't know if they are still there. Or they, if, yeah, they are. Oh, so as far as you know, they're still there. Yeah. So uh, I just wanted to say that I got that those were back. In case you didn't know, I picked mine up. You put candy in there yet? No, there's uh, the the only thing in it is the strap. <laughs> now another thing that we were supposed to have talked about last week, and both of us completely forgot, was the. Well, let me just say that I um. I put it on my list to talk about, but then I, I make a little list of, okay, we're going to do this, do this, this, this. And then I have another piece of paper that I put what we're going to talk about in order, and I didn't write it down on that one. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, sometimes that happens that when he's transferring from one list to the other, stuff gets forgotten yeah. <laughs> on the other list, but it happens. Uh, but we got the announcement that coming... Soon, do we have a date on that? I don't remember. Uh, debuting this fall, probably when the movie comes out. Okay, so the Void, who, like I said, did, did uh, the Secrets of the Empire thing there on Downtown Disney. Uh, some several people have been to been and seen that. And uh, like I said, they partnered with ILM X Lab, who did the Vader game that we were just talking about. But uh, the Void partnered with them has to uh, develop a slate of five new experiences based on material from Walt Disney Animation Studios and Marvel Studios. Oh. So the first of these, this is only the first of five upcoming experiences that will be taking over. Now, we don't know. There's been some debate. Will this take over for Star Wars? Or is there a way for them to have both of them going on? I'm guessing no. That it's gonna, it's either it that's it, because I haven't seen any of the other void locations have more than one thing going on at oh, once. Okay. As far as I know, uh, if there's anybody who knows differently, or people that have gone multiple times, I'm talking to you, Dan, <laughs> that knows anything about whether they think that they could do more than one in the location. But for sure, a one based on Ralph. Breaks the Internet will be the next one debuting this fall. It would be followed by one based on an undisclosed Marvel movie that will premiere sometime in 2019. So that means either Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, or The Avengers. Because those are the three movies released in 2019. And then after that, they're thinking most likely the next one after that will be based on Frozen 2. Oh, so we're talking about basically there's going to be five, but these are going to be between probably over the next few years. If we're talking about only maybe getting through the Ralph one and then the Marvel one, and then maybe back to Frozen by the end of next year, we'll see. Now Ralph uh, comes into theaters November twenty first, so probably sometime before or around then is probably when that'll be opening up. So in other words, it'll be open by the holidays. That will put guests inside a new multi-sensory Disney adventure where they'll be immersed 
in the world of the internet and online gaming with Wrecked Ralph and Vanellope. Cool. Ralph Breaks VR. I guess that's what it's going to be called. Ralph Breaks VR. Uh, spokesman for ILM X Lab. Uh, executive said at ILM X Lab, we're truly excited for fans to step inside our stories by extending our award-winning creative collaboration with The Void across the Walt Disney Company. Together, we will soon invite guests into other beloved Disney franchises where they can explore rich worlds, engage with compelling characters, embark upon heart-pounding adventures, and indulge the senses, experiencing the magic as never before. You know what a cool one would be? Tron. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> That'd be badass. I mean, there's no, there's really no extent to the ones that they could do considering the ones they've done already. Between Star Wars, the Ghostbusters one that they have up at Glendale Galleria, the uh, the Alien one, the Aliens one that they had at uh, the block. I don't know if it's still there or not, but uh, just you could see that it's definitely anything that's kind of that same kind of uh, you're there, right. you know, or like uh, you know that sort of thing. But definitely Tron. I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. So yeah, everybody uh, look forward to or look forward to that, especially those of you that have already done it and know how exciting that stuff is. Now everybody's been uh, we've been talking about it for a while. Everybody's been waiting for it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts coming soon in January. Well, this last week we got a announcement about some voices that are going to be in the game and well it's pretty much a, a who's who and everything of the actual voice actors from the movies their respective movies okay so we have uh josh gad returning as olaf <laughs> Kristen bell returning as anna edina Mazel as elsa jonathan groff as Kristoff, zachary levi as flynn Rider, donna murphy as mother gothel John Ratzenberger as Ham, Wallace Shawn as Rex, Tate Donovan as Hercules, Kevin R. McNally as Gibbs from Pirates of the Caribbean, and of course, Tony Anselmo and Bill Farmer as Donald and Goofy. Cool. And then, uh, in case anybody was wondering, Haley Joel Osment will return to voice Sora for the third time. Really? And to think about it, uh, just so you guys think about it, he was 12 when he started, when he did the voiceover for the first one. Right. And who knows how old he is now. He's uh, more than 12. He's more than 12. (laughs) That's crazy. Now, I didn't mention anything about Mickey. Who's doing the voice of Mickey right now? Um, His name, I believe, is... It's a newer guy, right? Took over for the guy that was before... I want to say his name is Bob. But there's nothing about Mickey, so we don't know if there maybe there's a new voice for Mickey or if uh, maybe, I don't know, Mickey is in the game. Right. Oh, it's not Bob. It's Brett. Oh. I knew it started with a, a, a B. Good job. Uh, Brett Ivan. Ivan? Ivanhoe? Ivan. I, Ivan. I-V-A-N. Oh, okay. He's the voice of Mickey right now. Okay. Yeah. Well... I'm sure that Mickey's in it, and I'm sure we'll get some sort of announcement on his voice. Uh, but maybe it's not quite as big of a deal because of the fact that he wasn't in that announcement, which was odd. But yeah. Also, the week before, I had forgotten to mention that we got a new cover art for that, which I'll uh, include part of in the uh, episode art. 
Cool. Very stylized, as just like the uh, previous ones. Well, speaking of celebrities, they announced um, basically uh, celebrities that are going to be celebrating the Mickey 90. Uh, the Mickey Mouse 90 uh, anniversary special is going to air on ABC on uh, Sunday, November 4th from um, 8 to 10. And it keeps saying Eastern Standard Time. So I don't, was they going to be live here at 5 o'clock? We yeah we've been wondering that since they announced it and we we're still wondering yeah so anyway um, they uh, announced that of course you know they're gonna be Mickey's gonna be there but besides Mickey and um, Bob Iger Kristen Bell is gonna be there of course from Frozen also joining her will be actress singer Sophia Carson from Disney Descendants and Freeform's upcoming Pretty Little Liars the Perfectionist you also have uh, Tony Hale from Veep. And Arrested Development, Sarah Hyland from Modern Family, and then you can have performances by Josh Groban. Also performing will be um, there's a new pop group from Seoul, Korea. K-pop. I don't really drink pop, so I don't know who they are, but they're going to be performing. <laughs> uh, also performing. They're called NCT one one two seven. Right, right. If you guys know who they are, they're going to be performing uh, their popular hit, their popular hit "Regular," which uh, that's what our uh, that's regular Rachel's uh, yes, theme song. Yes, exactly. If it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> also, there will be Grammy winning performer Leslie Odom Jr. performing a hit from Pinocchio. Yep. I'm sorry, Tony and Grammy Award winning Leslie Odom. Yeah, I like him. Also, Grammy winning singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist Megan Trainer will perform You've Got a Friend in Me. But it's going to sound way better than that. Yeah, and probably sound better than Randy Newman. But it's okay, because I don't think she knows how to do a... Lava! Exactly. All right, so yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. I uh, also have a... Uh, hey, you forgot three-time Grammy-winning multi-platinum artist Zach Brown Band. I did not forget it because I was about to say it, and then you, oh, okay. of course, jump over what I am about to say. I thought you said that you Because that's done. the most important performance because they're doing bare necessities. Yes. So, yes, that's the most important performance of them all. Uh, I mean, with the exception of Mickey, of course. Well, I don't think he's singing Bare Necessities. Oh. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And of course, Mickey will be joined by Bob Iger. Yeah. They're going to walk out hand in hand in hand. Yes. Um, maybe. I don't know. All right. So anyway, I said earlier that, you know, I was trying to get in. We were talking about the Disney Parks blog. I tried to get into that. And right. I, I missed it. Well, D23 had a chance for Yes. Gold members to get in to go to the special. And you I know bet that was fun. I you know what I did? They said at ten o'clock AM on Monday that you will be able to go in and get free tickets for this Mickey ninety special. So I set my alarm for nine fifty five AM. Yes. This is gonna be good. And um so I get up at nine fifty five, I go on my phone, I hit the 23 thing and to get ready so as soon as the uh, 10 o'clock hits i'm refreshing and refreshing and refreshing and refreshing oh did i say that i was refreshing 
Yeah, it sounds like the time that I was on the road in Arizona and I was trying to refresh for that screening that I didn't get into. So, yeah, I kept refreshing until the link popped up. Click here. And I clicked there, sold out. Dirty. What the hell? Dirty. I like back in the old days when... um, When nobody had D23 memberships? That and <laughs> you you had to call in to get your tickets. Oh, really? Yeah. I went to a screening of, um, I believe it was Up. Yeah, Up. A D23 screening for Up. And you had to call in and get your tickets. You know what, now that you mentioned it, I kind of do remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, I tried to get in for this thing. I woke up early. You guys know that's early for me. And I did not get in. I was so mad. I just went back to sleep. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to stay up after that. But yeah, I was really disappointed. I was trying to get in, but I guess I'm just going to have to watch it on TV like everybody else who didn't get in. So, oh well. All right, mail time. Yes, and speaking of um, Wreck-It Rachel being regular, that's our first email. And her subject line is... Wreck-It. Uh, no, I'm sick. Uh. Hey guys, I have a cold this week, so it's nice to have you back while I'm convalescing. Oh, wait. I can't do that because I'm an adult and I have to go to work. Boo. At least I'm off today, so I am convalescing and relishing in glorious nasal spray. <laughs> so there's not a lot a lot going on over here except Netflix and podcasts. My Disney trip is next week, so yay. Hope this cold is gone. I'm sure it will be. Also, I hope it doesn't rain. Of course, it'll be the one day it rains in California, the day I have plans. Which day? Uh, she just said next week, so oh. she didn't say actually what day. Well, just have to plan for rain and adjust. It has potential to be awesome. Uh, you know what? I, I've always liked going to Disneyland in the rain. It was really, really cool. But um, always uh, make sure you have, um, like Michael <coughs> says, well, like Michael says, have uh, some dry underwear in your backpack. <laughs> And dry socks. Do you guys have any tips for Disneyland in the rain? <laughs> Good question. We just gave you that tip. I didn't even read that yet. Uh, well, that's all for me. Now I need a uh, nap. Ooh, yes. Nap time's good. Keep on regularly wrecking it, even if you're sick, Rachel. So, yeah, tips for the rain. Make sure you have, uh, seriously, good socks. If you're going to, if it's a lot of puddles, you know, I mean, the rain that we're supposed to be getting is not going to be, shouldn't be too much. So no. I wouldn't really, you know, worry about it. But yeah, make sure you have some socks in case we do have some puddles out there and you do get wet. If you have to bring an umbrella, I usually don't bring umbrellas. I don't want to carry them. But I mean, you know what? It's just like going outside. If you're going to go to the mall or you're going to go shopping or you got to go put gas, you know, what are you going to wear to go do that? You're going to wear flip-flops? If you do, then bring your flip-flops. I don't know. But besides that, don't forget that if it's really a downpour, that um, uh, the outside attractions will be closed, like um, Alice in Wonderland, teacups, uh, the boats, or what you call story boats. Uh, Casey Jr. might be closed. Yeah, right now the uh, forecast for Anaheim for tomorrow, of course, this will already have happened. So it helps nobody. But the forecast for tomorrow shows rain, thunderstorms from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. So definitely in the prime time of uh, being at the parks in the evening. All right. Well, thank you for your email, Wreck-It, Rachel. Yeah, the main thing is the socks. 
All right, next email is from Fernando Xavier Hubbard. Oh, is that two weeks in a row? I believe so. Well, actually, it was... Um, twice in three weeks, anyways? Yes, yeah, that's that's what it is. His uh, subject line is, what's up, Rasa? Rasa, way. Sitting here watching the cockies and the chubs. <laughs> How about them trolley dodgers? <laughs> uh, yes, dodgers all the way. He said he's waiting for his meatloaf to come out of the oven. Hope you guys are well since Diggs has been eating up a storm. I have not been eating up a storm. What have I been eating? I had the ice cream. What else did I have? I didn't post a picture of that um, that caramel apple shake I got at Knox Ferry Farm. So. Well, you had all those that food you ate at the fair. I mean, you had those, oh, uh, well, that, those beignets, and you had whatever else you had there. I had the donuts. The donuts. And, um, oh, that... Um, that cotton candy ice cream sandwich. <laughs> that was pretty good. That looked rich. He says, I was wondering, can Giselle the Gazelle adopt me? I want to go to Disneyland and Disney World. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, not much to say, but responding to Anthony, medium steak is the best. Trader Sam's was bad prior to the construction. Hopefully it gets better. Hopefully I will hook up with you guys soon. Cheers, mijos. That means sons. No, he wasn't calling us holes or anything. Just want to make sure people know that. Anyway, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what I uh, was eating that he was thinking about. I do post. I don't well, Sometimes I post pictures of food. I don't know. Maybe he saw something. Something on Facebook, probably. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, oh, the Klondike bar. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I want to go to Disneyland or Disney World, too. So... <laughs> Maybe Giselle the Gazelle can adopt us, too. Agreed. All right, thank you for your email, Fernando. And uh, speaking of Giselle the Gazelle, her next, this is her email. And uh, her subject line is hashtag yes, my park. Oh, my gosh. It's a lengthy email, too. Hey, Mousepire. What's up, my bros? Sorry I didn't email last week, but boy, do I have a juicy email for you. Uh-oh. All right, so I'm going to read what she said, even though I think uh, part of it's wrong. But here it goes. She says, so last Monday, I went to the Disneyland Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and it was lots of fun. It seemed busier than last year. This year, I only bought one day instead of two because that same Friday, I went to Disney World's Mickey's Boo-To-You Party in Florida. All right, so yeah, that's what I'm saying that's wrong. Okay, Mickey... It's Mickey's. Wait, she went to both? Yes, she did go wow. to both. That's probably why Fernando went. Okay. So, Disneyland, we've said this before, is Mickey's Halloween party. Okay, Florida is Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. So, and the only thing boo about Florida is the parade, and the boo-to-you parade. Right, the, the parade is called boo-to-you, and that's the song that's in the parade, which they play here right. sometimes. Oh, it's part of the background music. Right, it's part of the background music. They play the boo-to-you song. So she says, this email is going to be full of comparisons. While I was fully a hashtag not my park supporter, my dad bought us all annual passes in the summer when we were there for two weeks. So I guess legally it is my damn park. Oh my gosh, I cannot even begin to tell you how next level it was in Disney World. It is kind of unfair to begin with because of the sheer size difference of Magic Kingdom. As soon as you walk in, there is there are fog machines, light projections through the park, and just way more ambience than Disneyland. 
That being said, we were pretty disappointed to hear about all the rides that were not open during the party compared to all the rides being open here. My little sister wanted to do some trick-or-treating, so we went to about five or six stations. They gave you handfuls of candy there compared to the two tiny candies we get here. Our bags were full, and we really didn't feel the need to get more, so we found a spot to watch the fireworks. While most of the songs were the same, there are a few others. The fireworks show was quite spectacular, A-plus on that Disney World. Then we saw the second last busy show of the Boo to You parade. This parade was straight up weird. It was like they took all kinds of mismatched stuff and put it all together. I mean, we had to watch it because, you know, Halloween, but it's not something I need to see again. The last thing we did was watch the last showing of the Sanderson Sisters something something, (laughs) which they don't have here. This show was very well done. Not my thing, but I can definitely appreciate the choreography, songs, and inclusiveness of the villains. Again, we watched the last 12 a.m. show and got perfect seats right in front. And that show's pretty cool. I've seen it. They've been doing that for the last, uh, what, two or three years? They started that. Yeah. It's a pretty cool show. I would like to say that for the discounted price of about $85 and the experience, it was well worth it, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. Disneyland was about 95 with my discount, and the whole family early entry for both parks just isn't worth it to me as a pass holder. They are both fun and both worth a try for someone who's never done either of them. But because of the size and the extra details that show and shows, Disney World wins this round. All of my Mouse Party Instagram friends saw how fun it was on my stories and face and Facebook. Thanks for following and commenting. And thanks for the shout out, Michael. He he he. I guess I missed her stories. Dan, if money were no object for a Halloween costume, I think I would want to get the really high quality peasant princess dress for me and my sister. Like the Sleeping Beauty forest dress and the Snow White dress in the beginning of the movie. You know, the dresses they wore before their real fancy dresses. I've seen really nice ones for about 400 on Etsy. Maybe one day. Talk to you later. Love, G. <laughs> yeah, I must have missed uh, your stories. I, you know what? I really don't go on Instagram and watch stories. Uh, depends on what it is. If it's a lighting company, then I'll watch the lights. But I usually don't go look at stories and stuff like that. I don't go on Instagram. Why? Yeah, I know that. But it sounds like, um, then again, and i got to remember, am I following you? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I should be. I think I am. I uh, just I want to say, uh, say something about Mickey's uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. That um, one of the pluses I think that if you have the part the pass to all the parks is, and if I if I ever go to Florida, I want to try and go in like September end of September because not only is Halloween going on. And Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is going on, but you also have the Epcot Food and Wine Festival going on simultaneously. Right. So I would venture to say that September is the best, and end of September is the best time to go to Florida if you think that you're interested in Halloween and uh, Food and Wine Festival. 
And I have to say that the Food and Wine Festival there, they tend to have, you know, pretty good stuff from what I've seen. I just want to say real quick that I am not following Giselle the Gazelle. Good job. I am so sorry. And um, I'm going to follow you now. So I sent in my request and see if she uh, accepts my request. And then maybe I would have seen her Halloween stories. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm glad you had a good time over there. Hopefully one year maybe I can head over there and do the food and wine and Halloween and all that kind of stuff all roll into one. That would be cool. And as far, as far as the candy goes over there, that's pretty cool that you got a handful of candy. But you know what? I'm not, I don't trip out on how much candy they give out over here because, you know, I'm not supposed to be eating it. So whatever I get is cool. And I like, you know, I brought my candy and shared it with Anthony. But sounds like you had fun. That's pretty cool. All right, so thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. All right, we got a last-minute uh, text email from Dan the Man, Dan the Mailman. He says, Mousepire, not sure I've ever been busier in my life. Oh. College season has officially opened, which means page after page of essays awaits me. Been going to some concerts lately, and with softball practice being on Friday nights, haven't been able to enjoy the park. Hearing the fireworks from down the street doesn't count. <laughs> says, I feel like I've missed so much of Halloween time. LOL, and I am looking forward to getting back in the park. Damn, I sound entitled. Damn. It's only a few weeks from Christmas time and the next festival of fatness. Yeah. Soon we will be hearing about candy canes and yummy goodies. Christmas time is always something special. This year I'm back to my brother and my annual tradition of attending on December 23rd. A day we notice we just keep ending up at the park. Join us this year. Sure. Uh, the most Disney thing I've done this week was see Fallout Boy at the Honda Center, and they played Immortals, complete with scenes from Big Hero Six. Oh, that's pretty cool. Says, can you think of any bands that have ties to Disney movies that you enjoy? Good question. I mean, Daft Punk is an obvious one. Oh, okay. Yeah. From Tron. Tron. I mean, the only thing I can think of is. Uh... Rascal Flats, Cars, Life is a Highway. But that's not a band I really like. I just like the song. Yeah, I don't have nothing. I, I got nothing. Yeah. That's a good question, though. Uh, it is a good question, especially when it comes to Disney movies. I mean, I really can't think of anything. I mean, I okay. guess there's movies in, like, Toy Story and stuff like okay. that. Okay, well, here's the, the best answer there is. Elton John. Oh, right. Lion King. Yeah. There you go. So that would... That would have to be the number one answer right there. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Elton John, did you see the trailer for Rocket Man or whatever it's called? I haven't seen the trailer. I've seen some of the pictures from it, though. Like the pictures. It looks from... interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my answer is Elton John. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the same thing. That's uh, pretty much. That's probably that's a pretty pretty uh, easy one. Uh, the only other one that I could think of uh, along that same vein would be uh, Christina Aguilera. Okay. You know, that's for a re- reflection. That's an awesome song. Yeah, that's that actually my probably my next to well, even more than the Elton John's. I think that's my favorite pop, you know, adaptation of uh, a Disney song. I think yeah. is that one. Uh, he goes on. He says, "Off to the UCLA game this weekend. So hopefully, parks, yeah, hopefully parks next weekend. Maybe they'll win a game." Uh, Dan out. P.S. Got in that email, Michael. Where are you at? Have oh, some of that candy. There you go. So real quick on that note, Michael did e- or message me and wanted 
me to tell everyone that there's no email for him from him tonight because he is at Mickey's Halloween party getting the candies. So that's why he didn't email. I'm sure he will send in an email next week uh, letting us know what his, his experience was at tonight's party. So he was there. He's at the party tonight? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for your uh, quick text in there, Den the Mailman. All right. So that's it for emails uh, today. And uh, if you guys have any uh, comments, questions, your your own tip of the week, if you have uh, want to give us your rundown on your Miggy's Halloween party, or if you went to Florida's party and want to and want to let us, let us know how it was over there, all you have to do is email us mousepire at gmail.com. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Yeah. It was filled with a lot of information. We got a lot of food time in there, and we have a lot of candy here. Yeah, do. If you want to die, go eat that red rose dessert. <laughs> the black rose. The black rose dessert. Oh my gosh, that was just crazy. But you know what? I I think you guys should probably probably should try it if you're curious about it. The raspberry compote is the bomb. Yeah. So that's something you can look forward to. And then again, if you guys love dark chocolate stuff, then you'll probably really love this dessert. But uh, make sure you do try to get some milk with that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I. I actually had it with um, Gaston's brew. Oh, it wasn't bad with it, but it's still better than water. <laughs> That's true. Or a soda. So yeah, you can go check that out over there, Red Rose Tavern, part of the Halloween treats that they have going on. And make sure you guys get over there and join in on the frozen, almost frozen lemonade challenge by getting trying that jungle julep over there at Bengal Barbecue. Yeah, definitely try that, Mister Knight. That's a, a an assignment for you. Go over there, try that jungle julep, and uh, give us a review on that. And hopefully I will try it before he sends his review in so I can compare notes with him. So, yeah, there you go, Mr. Knight. And that goes for everybody else, too. Head over there, try that, and let us know what you think. I suggest that uh, you also have a uh, at least one uh, skewer with it if you're into any of the skewers. Over or a tiger tail. Yeah, or a tiger tail. <laughs> oh, they're pretty good. I don't think I've had, that's one thing I don't think I've had from over there. That's good. It's just bread. Yeah. So yeah, try that. And um, you can also go over to Maurice's Treats over there at the Fantasy Fair uh, courtyard area and try the Boysen Apple Freeze. Oh my gosh. That's probably the best one they have. I don't, is, is that better? Is that still the best? I think that's still the best. Okay. But this one's right there. Okay. It's right there. It's it's supplanted the uh, the uh, silver sparkler. Let's put it that way. Okay. And you know I'm pretty high on that one. <laughs> so yeah, you can get, those are two of them you can try, and uh, let us know what you guys think of those. And don't forget if you guys haven't gotten your gauntlet or your cauldron or any of the other goodies that stuff that they got going on, make sure you guys get over there and get those before they're gone if they're not already. And then uh, while you're doing that, you can head over to. Um, Roll a sandwich and get a sandwich. <laughs> and you can put it inside your cauldron. There you go. Yeah, you, put your, you could put your sandwich in there, and uh, maybe you could use your, 
your gauntlet and uh, get refills. <laughs> I don't know. Cool the yes, Coke machine and yes. <laughs> fill it up. I don't know. No, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't yeah, think no, like we're, that. Not, we're not advocating uh, <laughs> stealing of beverages. No, don't do that. But head over there, or if you want, not out loud, anyways. <laughs> or if you want to try any uh, any of those food trucks that are there at starting at three o'clock every day and going until later on in the night. I don't know when they leave, but probably midnight, eleven. I don't know around there, ten. And, uh, oh, don't forget, they also have entertainment there at the little stage they have by, um, you know, where the food court is, basically. They have uh, that little stage. And on Sunday when I was there, 80s All-Stars were playing that night. They were setting up. I was like, oh, who's there? And I recognized the guitar player, Mr. Jamie Starr. So, yeah, they still have entertainment playing there. So you can check out whatever bands are there during that night or whenever day you're there. That's pretty cool. They're still doing that over there. As usual, you'll get your updates on when, whether the gauntlet is still available or the cauldron or any of that stuff. You can get those on the social medias. We're, of course, Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on the Twitter and the Instagram, and, of course, just Mousepire on the Snappies. You can find me on Instagram at Baloo1313, and you can also go to Buttons by Digs on Instagram. There you will see when your button order is going out. Don't forget, you can get your mouse pirate gear at dgpclothing.com. That's D as in Donald, G is in Goofy, P as in Pluto. Clothing.com. Head over to patreon.com and help support the podcast. We can really use some donations right now because something else just went out today. That's part of our equipment. And yeah, so we need help. Please, please help us. Uh, yeah, I can't hear anymore. <laughs> take advantage of the Michael the Mel Guy $3 a month special we really appreciate anything we can get and uh don't forget you can also listen to the podcast over on youtube all you have to do is search mouse pirate podcast and you can listen there and watch all the awesome pictures that tim the tech puts up and you can follow along with the podcast by looking at pictures now that's pretty cool i like looking at pictures and if i see a picture of something that someone's talking about then i'm really really interested so there you go and until next time, remember, who needs benches when you can just walk around like cattle all day? So for Mike Socia, Tom Hanks, and Norm Brayfogle, I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. We're doomed.